This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's Loud and Local, and right now I have a band called Sinking Season. Welcome to Loud and Local, y'all. Hello. Hello. Let's go around the room. Tell me what your name is and what you do for Sinking Season. Uh, Yeah, I'm Thomas. Uh, Live, I play guitar and sing. Hey, my name's Daryl. I'm the lead guitarist of Sinking Season. Awesome. I'm Don. I play bass. I'm Mikey Gano. I play drums in Sinking Season. Okay, right on. Well, uh, let's start things off the way we start off most of these things. Like in Marvel terms, what's the origin story <laughs> of Sinking Season? Who wants to jump in and tell me a little bit about how you guys got started? I have and a thought. I'm not going to give us the whole backstory, but I just want to put out there that like Thomas is definitely the Mike Jira of Seattle. Okay. <laughs> There's been maybe more than Swan's amount of members in this band. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, I, I guess I can touch on like how the band started, and then maybe they can take over like the current formation. Um, I started this band in California about a decade ago. Uh, wow! Just, do, just doing local shows. Mm-hmm. Um, what part th- of California? Uh, Central Valley. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, we we released some music, but we never really did much. We just kind of played shows around town, and yeah, uh, it was my first band. Uh, it didn't last very long. Maybe like a year and a half or two years. Uh, took like a six-year hiatus from it. I, I was in some other bands in the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I moved up here to Seattle and kind of just wanted to start my career and took a few years off from music. Um, and then during COVID, you know, I was like, okay, I want to play music again. So uh, end of 2020, I started writing again after, you know, five years off from this project. Um, and that's when I wrote the therapy album. Um, recorded that and released that in March of 21 and started playing live again last summer. Um, so it's been about a year, oh, it's been about a year and a half now of, of live music. Nice, uh, dude. Not a year, because we just passed Yeah, yeah. Year. It's been about a year and a half back, like, performing um, and touring and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I, I started the band back up here in Seattle and kind of went through... A bunch of different lineups trying to find the perfect fit for mm-hmm. kind of what I wanted to accomplish. Um, found a Gano a little, I don't know, like 15 months ago, I think. It was like last... God, has it been that long? It was October of uh, 21. No, dude. I think you came to that Blackbird show. Those yeah, that was October. Because then you went on tour with us in November. Those were in like... September, August, maybe. I think. Yeah. Because I was in uh, I was in New York, I think, until until the first tour. Your first show with us was like October at Bad Bar. No, I came to that show. Oh. Ryan played the show. 
first show that I that I did with the band was uh, after the Central show. I don't think I played that one. I think you did the, the tour one. in November. This yeah, is I did great. The yeah, tour, guys. So, <laughs> well, I mean, look, you know. co- content is content. Okay. Uh, uh, whatever. No, but, but it's, we, been, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Um, uh, yeah, and then I met these two guys about the same time um, last May. So uh, us as a foursome have been playing together since about eight months ago now. And uh, yeah, last year we did uh, ninety-six shows in thirty-five states. <laughs> Um, a lot of a lot of different people were involved for that, and I appreciate who you know was able to step in. Uh, it's very open project where it's kind of like uh, who can go can go type thing. Sure, and, uh, it just works well with you know with people's schedules. We're all in our thirties, and uh, but yeah, if you guys want to chime in, on yeah, how you yeah, how'd you guys jump aboard? That, that makes the band. It's one of the things that's really special about this band that I really love. It's like. You know, when when I first met Thomas, I, uh, he had come to one of my other band's shows and, and then come to hang out the, at the Collective that night. And so I, I, I thought you were friends with Weston. And, and I was I, just a fan of You were just a fan. I was actually a fan of uh, his band Blackbird and, and Root. And uh, I, I didn't even know they were from Seattle. They, were, they announced a show like Day Of. And I was like, oh, oh shit, this band. Yeah, I'm like, really they're from again. Seattle? What the hell? But you know, um, and then so, I met I met him, and yeah, then we started hanging out, and it was like, kind yeah. of a, a really serendipitous moment too, because like, you know, I I, I also I think a lot of musicians kind of have had their own growing pains and stuff, sure. and so I spent some time after I moved to Seattle the first time not playing music, and um, and then I started you know Blackbird with Weston, and then took some more time off of music when I moved back in 2016. I wasn't playing. And and Thomas had found me like right around the time when I was in like too many bands and blah blah blah, uh, it, but I thought he was a, like a friend of the band, so he was hanging out with us and uh, and I was like really thought he was a cool kid, you know, and looking into what Seasons was doing, and I happened to be on vacation like a month or two later, and he hits me up and he's like, yeah, do you want to go on this tour? And I'm like. I've been on vacation for a month. <laughs> like, like I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> Were you, you know in New York I mean? or something at the time? I w- yeah, well, it was, I mean, New York, Virginia, D.C., California. Yeah. Like, I did this whole thing. East Coast thing. My yeah. brother got married and all this stuff. And, uh, and, and you know, and I was about to come back. And also, work. this was like a week before it the was not it yeah, was like maybe it was like i had a drummer and then that didn't work out yeah. and i'm like hey yo agano you play drums you want to like, yeah, you like, do this like 12 day tour like the west it, coast six state this is actually and, and like this, quintessential thomas yeah, it, like quintessential hey, you've thomas, never heard but, our songs come and play. really like really <laughs> important to how the band i think is able to function because you know he hit me up and he's like he's like yeah do you want to do this tour like blah 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 expenses paid we already booked it and stuff we, we need somebody to fill in and i was like well, I have a lot of reasons to say no. I haven't been home for a month, and I'm going to be gone for another what, twelve days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, maybe more than that. I mean, twelve. In 12 retrospect, shows. it was pretty short, but I know. at the time, yeah. Like, well, uh, well, now we're because we didn't even really now know we're each maniacs. Other. Yeah. But uh, you know, so he says all that stuff to me, and I'm like, "Are you sure that I can play with you as I want to?" And that has been. Really, what that, that's the thing that made me join full time. That's the thing that I think has allowed for the success of, of, of sinking season and, and, and all these through all these permutations uh, of lineups and stuff is the fact that like you know Thomas is very driven and and really tries not tries really is is capable at focusing 
on what it takes to be a band and, mm-hmm. and, and to get shows and to, and to grow beyond Seattle, which is very hard. And, uh, and at the same time, with all of those pressures and all of those time constraints, he's very understanding of the fact that we have lives, which is, it's hard for bands, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. being married to a bunch of people. So, um, you know, that's what's allowed me to, to choose the, initially to choose the shows that I wanted to play or the shows that I could play. And now to, to meet a good group of guys that made me fully commit to the band, you know, say, Hey, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. You guys deserve like to have, you know, some kind of like uh, solid foundation for this sure. band. I love doing this with you. And I also know that if there's ever a time that I can't do it, we have people that, that are also a part of the band. But it's it's been cool to have this kind of group, core group kind <clears throat> of like mentality approaching this stuff. So, um, you know, as a dude that's been in band since I was 14, more than 40, easy. Uh, this is, it's very easy. It's very approachable. It requires a lot of work, you know, being on the road isn't easy. Um, but, but it's been very fulfilling because we, because we get to just like create together, play together and, and do it without a lot of the, you know, some of the ancillary pressures that life you know, will hold against bands and, and, and artists. So speaking to Thomas's like work ethic and how hard you're grinding and stuff, uh, you, you guys are going to be playing 30 shows in the next 60 days. You guys are going to do a Southeast tour. You have 18 shows in 14 States. And, uh, <laughs> you guys are also going to be playing an intimate show January 24th at the sunset over in Ballard. Yeah. Please come out. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we got a, a couple cool locals coming up. We had the 24th of Sunset. We had the 28th of Chop Suey. Nice. 7th, uh, 7th of January. 28th of February. Yeah, 28th of February. I should specify. Uh, I'm pretty bad with the calendar. We do we do a lot of local shows. We got a couple Tacoma shows and stuff like that. We do a lot of stuff around around Oregon too, uh, and and the Northwest Corridor. It's, it's it's pretty cool to be able to to know that over the next you know whatever 30 shows over the next two months that you know a good portion of them will be at home. Um, we, we have times to, to take breaks and, and to, to, you know, connect with our actual audience and, uh, and not, you know, just try to exist outside of here. You know, it's, it's, a, it's about incorporating what Seattle sound is and, and, and what it means to be a Seattle band uh, with what it means to be a band that can, can travel, you know? Something I wanted to touch on real quick, like, because, you know, Agano and, and Thomas brought up sort of that we've had multiple members. Yeah. I think something that gets missed <clears throat> in a lot of this is people sort of assume music is music, songs are songs. So, you know, if musicians can learn the songs. It's all sort of the same. Sure. <laughs> something that's been really uh, a great <clears throat> experience is getting to experience what music means to different people. So sure. what the band is when it's the four of us, like mm-hmm. the core four members out on the road who know each other really well, who have like very distinct styles and ways of playing the same songs. Like it's really unique and we we all really appreciate each other because of that. Um, But getting to play with other musicians who fill in has also been really interesting and valuable because we get to, we get to experience different takes on the same songs that we're all so used to. Yeah. Um, And and really like, yeah, play off of each other. 
Um, and then we found Don. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Don, how do we find you? Yeah, yep. I'm on a lot of social media threads for musicians, <laughs> and then uh, so, so Thomas reached out to me there, and um, I initially reached out to him to play drums, and then we settled on me doing bass. This and, is um, so you play a bunch of different Don's. instruments. Yep, I'm a multi-instrumentalist myself. Yeah, yeah Don, Don, oh, Don took my place on a tour very recently. Well, why did that happen? And okay. I was very, very, very excited <laughs> about it because I literally could not do it. Like well, my, there you go. I blew out my knee. But I had no and idea comes this on. guy plays yeah. drums. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. what sold me on this band, though, was that I dug the music right off the bat. And then our first jam together, we, we vibed and we gelled. And there was good tempo between us. Didn't have to. I think that was our last practice, too. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't oh, that's another thing. We don't practice. Yeah. <laughs> Look, just our practice we are like shows, Iverson, like, we shouldn't say that we're like Iverson. I yeah, think but that was just practice. <laughs> When's the last time we've. Practice. Our first show of every <laughs> tour is our practice. There's a lot of reasons why we have a practice. <laughs> yeah, but mostly we know the songs, and it's kind of cool to just be like, hey, this is what we do. This is right, what we'll we know. You know? It's, we'll it's uh, you know, it's, 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 it's worked it's, out good. Uh, it's raw. It's Seattle totally raw. should cater to, to artists a little bit more. I know that we already do. Yep. Um, but th- we should also cater to, cater to organizations that look out for artists that, that perpetuate the scene. Um, you know, because it's hard to find practice spaces or it's hard to find places that, that foster expensive. your growth. Yep. It's expensive. Yeah, there you go. Jam spaces are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah. yeah so, so, so Don, uh, you know, he sent me a, I think you did the walls. Yep. You yep. Did a, he, did a, he did a video. Kind of a video uh, like tryout. Like audition thing. And then he, he came yep. in and he, he knew the songs and we're like, all right, Don, you're the guy. I yep. definitely didn't know, you know a single song yeah, until like, like the third tour. Mm. Nice. And then I kind of like. <laughs> Wait, you know the song? Some... <laughs> I, I haven't gotten there yet, but probably not. Yeah, so Daryl, yeah. uh, what's your story? So uh, I've been playing guitar since I was nine. I was self taught. But around 20, I stopped playing because I you know, started a career, got married, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I really barely ever picked up my guitar. And then in 2023, New Year's, I was like, I want to start playing guitar again. Um, so I got a guitar teacher, just wanted to learn some more fundamentals. I remembered a lot cause I was self-taught, sure. um, but I didn't really have any big goals and I was playing, There's I joined this musicians, uh, looking for musicians group in Seattle just to like see what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't even actively seeking anything cause I really didn't think I was good enough. And then Thomas messaged me and like, you know, like it was Tinder or something. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like he's like, I like your look. He's like, like, his he's like, his hey. actual response to him was very Tinder. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, hey, there's a show in match. two weeks. You up? You should play. And I'm, yeah, like, you up exactly. I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm good enough. He's like, you'll be fine. Just come practice with us. And I'm like, I don't think I am. He's like, I think you are. And, and honestly, he's gassing like, you up, bro. No, he yeah. gassed Gas me. Like, <laughs> honestly, it was like the best thing because... Uh, I hadn't, honestly, I hadn't played guitar in so long. I was just like picking it back up. Yeah. And I, I had the ability to do it, but I didn't have the confidence. And just having someone who's like, hey, you can do this. Just try it out. Mm-hmm. Really gave me the confidence. And like getting out there, playing my first show, and then going on my first tour, and, and really getting to know these guys, and like understand what I was capable of, and being able to grow as a musician, um, has been so great. And like, if there's anything I've learned this year, it's that... You know, anyone who's listening who feels like they've had these dreams for music or art or anything <sighs> that they've been dreaming of and they feel like those dreams are dead. They're like, they're dreams. never dead. Yeah. I'm 36 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I started picking guitar back up this year. Um, well, last year. Yeah. And I've I've toured, like, you know, 
15 states. That's awesome. Um, played like, yeah. you know. Keeping the dream alive. Yeah, I know. It, it's we just great, got like, back from Hawaii. Yeah. I, I think That's this so is, sick. Dreams it's, never die. It's more <laughs> of this like, you know, the, I can't think out of the gift is like being reminded by somebody outside of your own microcosm that it's not just a dream. It's something, you know, it's, it's, it's within a realm of potential. And, uh, and I, I personally like, you know, playing for all these years, I didn't really, even though I'd worked for it so hard, you know, I didn't really understand that, um, until I started playing with these guys and, and, and started playing with my heroes and nice. you know, things like yeah. that. Realize that that emo is cool again. There we go. It's yeah. like Jinkos. hey emo night. You it's know? like Jinkos. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> and and at the same time, you know, like kind of hearkening back to what what Daryl was saying. Like there was a time, Daryl, when you weren't playing. You know, and that moment when somebody says, "Hey man, you don't lose chops. You only lose endurance." You know, like you, just because you're not playing right now doesn't mean you're not a musician. That's been one of the things that I've kind of it's been one of my focal points for many years when interacting with anybody, not just people that I know are musicians. It's just, just people in general, because you can kind of suss out what their artist archetype is if you're playing and stuff. And, and you start to realize a lot of people have stopped, you know, yeah. or a lot of people have convinced themselves that they're most, not doing it anymore. Most people fail at music, you know? But it's not really failure, you know? I've, I've failed so much, man, I'm, you know, so much. I've put everything into everything that I've believed in and failed so many times, but but it was the reminder, Thomas. It was it was the reminder that like yeah, like you, I'm already doing this, and 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 it was something that I really focused on for a long time, and then still focused on is like reminding people, hey, you know, you, you play guitar at this point in time in your life, but there's old dudes that play at farmers markets. Like you're gonna play yep. some more. You're so a lifer, dude. Strike wise, yeah. strike It's called being a lifer, roller. man. Yeah, Just yeah, keep yeah. trying. You know, and, yeah. and like and 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 that's. I think that that's a really great gift that kind of extends beyond the core four of us that this guy over here i'm pointing to thomas mm -hmm. uh that this guy's been able to really give to us um even if it wasn't necessarily his primary focus but but you know being seasoned musicians i think we've we've all been able to really cherish that yeah mm -hmm. i've had a lot of firsts as a musician because of this band we got yeah. to play out of the country for the first time play a oh, sold yeah, out show that. for the first time <laughs> yeah um, playing Open Hawaii, crazy played in Vegas, and we've got to play yeah. for some bands that we really, really love. Yeah. I literally cried. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe we could have a segment on like who we've played with. Yeah. yeah, let's talk a little bit about that after we play a couple songs Sounds here, true. okay? Sure so we're going to jump into a couple songs here. We're talking to Sinking Season here on Loud and Local. It's 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Again, they're going to be playing a bunch of shows, 30 shows in the next 60 days, uh, and they're playing 18 shows in 14 states. Uh, intimate show, January 24th at the sunset. We're going to go into a couple jams here, Left and Walls. Why don't you tell me a little bit about these before we jump into them? Uh, so let's start with left. <laughs> I guess we can start with left. Um, left is a song. We so, that on tour, yeah. Right? So basically, yeah. uh, I had a, I had the uh, I had the bridge. I had the bridge lyrically written, and um, but yeah, that intro that and, was so cool. And like I, we, we, I was just like playing with that song right when Agano joined the band, mm -hmm. um, and I had the song, and then we went out on tour, and like we we, 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 we were listening we were listening we were listening to it in, in, you know in the truck uh on the road and I'm just like oh yeah like oh we should when we get back this is what we should do and then we went to uh 
Oh, we went to Redding, California. The Redding, yeah. What did yes. you see Reno? And we put, we have this like pizza shop, and we, you know, Redding. If anyone knows about Redding, California, it's it's very. Uh, not a lot goes on there. We're sure. from California, um, you know, so we're talking extra trash. But yeah, honestly, yeah, Redding yeah. took care of us. But, mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like, the the, the, the people that own that place, yeah. the dude was awesome. Um, and it was a great bar. But, you know, it, it was more of, like, we're playing for people that are eating, and apparently no one wanted to eat that day. Wait, that one kid? That Tyler? So, yeah. Oh, shout out to Tyler if you're listening to this. Um, shout out Tyler. He was yeah. He made the night because he sat for the whole show and, like, he you know, merch. but like, yeah, he, he asked know, questions he about being um, in a band. And also, shout out to Birthday Dad because we were touring with them at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're like, hey, like, no one's here. Let's just like try to play this song. So like, I didn't even have the lyrics written. We, like, I was just like making stuff up like as as we uh, played it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, ch- the songs changed a lot since then. But that was like the first version of it. it was kind of like driving to Reading. Um, yeah, and then I, you know, came back and I, I wrote the song, um, and it's actually the the number one song on Spotify now. Um, oh, really? Um, left killer. Us? Left. Yeah, yeah left. I really do. It like just play. it just uh, passed two hundred. You guys 000. should listen to World two hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, two hundred thousand. I, you know, um, I just checked our metrics for the first time in last month. Yeah, yeah. It's um, pretty great. Yeah, left is kind of just about uh, you know leaving a situation and kind of like feeling uh, what you took from it and like what was left behind and like. What, what what we kind of move on um, having having feeling like um, how how that's gonna affect you uh, leaving leaving things behind and what you left with someone else maybe so that's kind of what that's about nice yeah what about wolves though because it's the titular walls. track oh walls so, no 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 <clears throat> yeah, oh wa- walls so walls I think is like. You don't know the origin of the, the cool thing about this band is we have we have a ton of musical diversity mm-hmm. I think even more so when we play live but. There's a, there's like left is very like straightforward, catchy, gets stuck in your head. Walls is very aggressive, and nice. I would say it's like one of the more aggressive more songs. More grungy. On I, your I album. feel like very honestly, Seattle Walls, grunge. Walls was like when when I first heard it. If I can share my piece on it, share it. When I first heard it, I was like, "This is too Seattle." <laughs> uh oh. Like, no, no, what you said ex- exactly about the drums. <laughs> what did you say about the drums? Okay, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, it was too Seattle. I, you know, I heard the first couple of riffs, and I'm like, I don't think we can do this, guys. Like, we need to be like, not just playing for our audience, but playing for ourselves. And and maybe two weeks later, I hear another version of of Walls. So I kept working on it. Yeah, on Thomas it. kept kept workshopping it, and 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 you know, at the time that that Walls recorded, like I was playing with the band, but I wasn't a full time member, so I wasn't really doing much beyond live show, like writing contributions and, uh, and some, you know, sparse conversations, mm-hmm. but it, but, you know, as it starts developing, I'm like, I'm like, Oh man, this, this song is going to be my chance to do the, the thing that I know I shouldn't do as a drummer, mm. which is have my Dave Grohl moment. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I really love getting to play blues really loud as, as Mr. Mr. Grohl would say. Um, and in, in kind of changing the, the pulse of it, uh, it is, in my opinion, you know, Seattle has some deep emo roots, too. I mean, I'm from an emo, emo and math bands here that are old. Yeah, Sunny Day. But, like, yeah. but you know, but we're not, it's nothing like that. It really is a very natural progression for this band into grunge, and, and it afforded me... Uh, a moment in my life as a musician that I didn't really think I could take without shame, which is <laughs> trying to really embody one of my heroes while playing. Just feel 
you know, the, the type of like, you know, feelings mm-hmm. that he may have felt while he was writing. Definitely not saying I'm a Dave Grohl. Sure, but please, you had that please, moment. Please, yeah. yeah. But it, every show, every show, every show. But it's like it's when influence this song without comes, being derivative. I'm like, people sure. don't know that this can happen, and they may be judgy because we're from Seattle and Nirvana, right? It's a hard shadow to step out of. But at the same time, I get to spend that moment in every show, just like really ripping on turnarounds and and all these different things. Like one of my true heroes does, yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's it's a song that like you know, Walls is really, it's it's not very much so like most of Sinking Sea and stuff. Most Sinking Sea and stuff is very post emo, mm-hmm. but that song it feels not just like grunge what, what, what our home even. is, and it's yeah. very grungy. I mean, especially the breakdown. But, but, it, but it but it allows yeah. us, you know, a lot of us are transplants. It allows us to feel at home to you. Nice. Um, that could just be me. I'm like hyper emotional. So. <laughs> yep. I'm a drummer. Well, let's Everybody go into the songs, guys. Well, we're yeah, going to yeah. go into oh, yeah. left and <laughs> walls again. This is sinking season.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. We're with Sinking Season here on Loud and Local. That was a song called Walls. Before that was Left. And they're going to be playing an intimate show January 24th at the Sunset. See these boys off because they're going to be playing a bunch of rad shows. 30 shows in the next 60 days to be exact. They're doing a Southeast tour. 18 shows in 14 states. Uh, and this is how many tours are under your belt so far? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> a lot. Um, let's see. One, 96 shows last year, so that was like, what, seven four, tours? I, I mean, it depends what you consider a tour. The weekend like, seven uh, tours? No, uh, More than that. Tour, no, tours, tours, I consider maybe like, this is our fifth big tour. Cool. Um, and then we do a bunch of weekenders and like, um, we just got back from Hawaii. We flew there and did two shows there. It was really cool. That was a lot of fun. Uh, on Oahu, uh, Honolulu. I used to um, live there. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Coming uh, it was a great December thing to do because yes. uh, it was like 80 yeah. degrees. We because amazing. now we have a reason to we do went, it every year. We went in the yeah. ocean. Made yeah. some friends. And like, no, yeah. the shows were incredible. It like, was awesome. The turnouts were awesome. Like, the people. They're not really well There was dude. people that really, like, knew our song. Like, that one dude from Reddit, he found us. Like, oh, cool. He was right in front, like, singing every word. And That's awesome. And uh, kind of messing me up a few times. Yeah, it was really interesting, dude. actually, because <laughs> Hawaii, we found out. Well, I, I mean, I found out for sure because I was living there just recently that they have a emerging hardcore scene that's really awesome. That's cool. Yeah, the really bands were really awesome. Good. Young yeah. kids yeah. are playing. Yeah, they're it out there. Yeah. All the bands we played with were really good. Really yeah. awesome. That's sick. Yeah. It was a good time. So that's and, something I wanted to hit on, if you don't mind, is is that the the amount of your kind of heroes and contemporaries and bands that you guys been able to play with. You you guys, we kind of teased that we were going to talk about mm-hmm. that. So let's talk about it. What are some uh, some bucket list bands you guys have gotten to share the stage uh, let's with? Let's each choose like one, maybe. Um, Tiny Moving oh, Parts was a oh that was my highlight for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was kind of like our first like show where we got to open for a band that like I really like have loved for like. Ten plus years. You said tiny moving parts. Tiny moving parts. Yeah, nice. yeah. So we played uh, at Elko. Um, I think that was in August. No, it was September twentieth. Mm. No, it dude, was it was this I August. Was... It was August twentieth. September twenty third was Homeswear. No, no, no. 
Oh, home is where? Yeah, September yeah. 20th. Fight over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so so I'll kidding. say Tiny Moon Parts. I played three shows that day. That's okay. Okay. I'm only choosing that because I know Ogana's going to choose what I would really want to choose. Yeah. So I'm going to let him choose that. But Okay, uh, fine. But no, 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 no. Let's go to Daryl. Yeah, let's go to and okay. you, you could choose, uh, choose the substation show. Cause, well, I actually... Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hold on. Okay, hold no, on. no, no, no. He's fine. Okay, he can have both of them. You get nothing. Okay, I'm because because other people are going to cry. I'm taking Fred. I will cry, too. Yeah. Yes, I would say like one of the best bands I've gotten to play with on this tour uh, or with this band uh, other than some of the legends is a really like fairly new ish band that's getting a ton of popularity right now. Like Roses? Called like Roses. I knew it. Yeah. They are my favorite band that I found. In like the last, Roses? Like, they're yeah, so they're incredible. Where are they from? Uh, they're, they're from, from Oakland. The Bay. Cool. My, from, my, from my hometown. They're nice. my favorite band I found in the last year. We went on tour with them. Shout they're out Amy. Some of the best yeah. people that we've met. They're incredible musicians. They write incredible songs. Yeah. Everyone, if you're listening, I go look Amy's up Like voice. Roses on Spotify. I promise you'll love them. Nice. That's awesome. We play yeah, with them know. here at uh, Central. Uh, yeah, with with, the, with, a, with another guy that some people might know. Uh, we'll let Don go first. Don, yeah. you can choose whoever you want as long as it's not uh, so LP because I'll kill you. We did the house show in Corvallis. We actually got to play with a bunch of good bands. Oh, um, but one artist that I absolutely fell in love with afterwards is a dude named Fuller from L.A. He makes oh, yeah. electronic rock music. And... Um, I kind of started listening to his music the day after the show because I saw him play. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then I started listening to it, and it's just amazing stuff. So I was kind of glad that I didn't know his music when I was talking to him. Sure. I would have been fanboying out yeah. too much, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, it, that was really cool. I, I really, you know, love that artist. And, yeah. Uh, the Fuller House tour. The Fuller House tour, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's a cool dude. So that was the highlight for me. For that's sure. awesome. Sure. Yep. It's my turn now. All right. What, I'm gonna you, take what are you going to say, of, dude? I'm going to take one. You could take. You I'm could taking take, both. So, so I'm from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I'm specifically from from Oakland, East Bay, uh, Oakland. And I used to play at this place called Soundwave, which is like Third Eye Blind Studio, Chris Novoselic, second owner of it, and all this stuff. And there was this band that played above us uh, in my room, which is Mac Dre's old room. Uh, and that, Fizzle dance. I know. My, my, my vocal booth had a window that was lined in $100 bills. It was amazing. I was like 17. But anyways, uh, Loma Prieta. That's my ah, first. Ah, yeah, great dude. man. Oh yeah. my god, I love these guys. You know, I I uh, I don't know what you can talk about on the radio, so you can cut this if you need to. But uh, when I first started smoking weed, yeah, I dude, was still like in you know, Seattle. I think we're fine. I, yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. And this is an Oakland kid story. What's but, weed? Uh, it is, uh, no, uh, but anyways, so, you know, I was still like hallucinating and stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? And Loma Prieta played right above for me. I had wow. been listening to these guys since they were in sailboats and get, get, go. So, you know, since behind trees was a thing. I was in the, at the gallery during the, it went down like an episode of Law and Order video shoot. Wow. Like, you know, they're my heroes hometown. The only band mm-hmm. I loved more than Thursday, no doubt, you know, also one of my favorite bands. Me and Daryl yeah. are best friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we will get to that. As well. I never knew Loma, but I do love them. So he knows now. But I got to play. Uh, I, I don't dudes. know if you noticed earlier, Kevin, but I have a brace on my knee. Mm-hmm. So I tore my meniscus in my MCL and uh, on Halloween. Wow! And I played a show with these guys uh, with Loma Prieta specifically because my favorite drummer was playing. Yeah, I think it was. November 20th? Who cares? I did. <laughs> it was, what I'm saying, it was three Wasn't weeks. Can we not fight about dates? <laughs> so, that's the, so that's the first thing. Yeah, not, none of us know dates. 
the second the second hero show, and this is like no, I'm taking this one. Come on. No, I I booked it. I'm taking it. All right, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, there's a there's a guy named Fred. Um, you might know him from a band, uh, a small band called Take It Back Sunday. Maybe. Um, Never heard of him. But uh, yeah, he uh, he's been a, he's one of the most sweet dudes I've ever met, and uh, he wanted to uh, you know. We, we booked a show. He was doing an acoustic tour last year, uh-huh. and he was trying to come through Seattle, and, uh, you know, he asked me for help. I'm like, yeah, of course we're going to play a show with you. Like, So we uh, we booked Central for him. Um, but he was doing, like, a couple – you know, he was doing, like, a couple months. Um, and he was coincidentally in uh, Boise the day before we were on tour in Boise. And he's like, oh, I'm going to stay in Boise because he had a day off. So he's like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to come to the show. I'm going to support you guys, come meet you. I'm like, oh, that's like so cool. And then uh, we're like, hey, why don't you just play? You know? And he's like, he's like, sure. Like, this is your guys' show. And he's like, and then we're like, yeah, like everyone will love that. Uh, you could be a surprise guest. And he came out and played like 45 minutes at the end, uh, just acoustic. He did like Color Fred songs, um, Take It Back Sunday songs. You guys uh, sing with the Breaking that night, Pangea. Right? Breaking Pangea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then he's like, Ugh. this was like, one of the worst moments in my life, but the, one of the best is like a couple days before the show. He's like, he's like, do you want to do a song with me, like while I play? And I'm like, what? Because uh, oh, because so me and me and Daryl were in Vegas like on that tour a few days before that, and mm-hmm. we did uh, karaoke and we did Decade Under the Influence. Nice. And I had I had told him like, hey, we just it couldn't have been that we just good. Did, we just did karaoke. We just did karaoke. He's like, do you want to do it live with me? And I'm like, what? I'm looking at you, Daryl. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I need to do that. So uh, I did Decade Under the Influence with him, and it was really cool. Um, and then we came to Seattle and I did, um, what did I do? Phasers? We did phasers. I did yeah. phasers. Yeah, I did phasers. Um, I think Daryl, you did a song. Yeah, I did. Daryl's I did phasers with, with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, just get that song. out there that I cried the whole time and yeah. I had a beer in my hand, even though Fred straight edge, because yeah. I couldn't get through the song. <laughs> We're in our mid thirties. Like yeah. for most of us, like for me, at least this was a band that Changed my life. Like, I learned how to grade. sing from singing like, Taking Back Sunday songs in yeah. my college's like, parking lot. To the you could probably sing better in their singer now. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm he just did. Kid. He did let me no, sing yes, at first, true. and they no, were terrible. I, I did a really bad job, but uh, but I <laughs> getting to play with these yeah. with, with like a band that was so influential to so many of us and hear those songs that we grew up on while we get to share a stage with friends. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. That's so yeah. You guys FaceTime me when you're in Vegas yeah. still, and I shrieked and threw my phone when I saw Fred. I shrieked. Yeah. Oh no, that was in Boise. It was in Boise. I, I, I FaceTimed Nagano because he was, good thing he was still at about. home, and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to meet someone?" He's like, "Who?" And I'm like, "I showed." It was just me and Fred, and he's like, yeah. "Oh shit!" And then, uh, uh, FCC, and then, dude. All good, dude. It's pre-recorded. <laughs> you could bleep that. Yep. Uh, anyway. Uh, so then we got to the show and like he was a wreck the whole day. He was like crying. Like and the whole day. He, he like, showed up like, like he showed up. He, it's like this, like Central was packed. Like I've never seen the Central packed like this. And he got there late and he's like trying to bring his he's trying to bring his oh. drum gear through <laughs> through the crowd. And he's like he's like and I'm walking with him. And then like there's this guy in the way and he's like hey like I'm trying to get my shit through. Uh, I'm trying to get my stuff through. 
And then he like put he like like kind of touches the guy, and then and then and then he turns around. That's Fred. I'm like, hey, do you know who that is? And then he just like goes like deer in headlights, face to face. He's like, oh my god. And then he like had to like go buy cigarettes and like he walked around the corner a few times. That's with funny. My, uh, but yeah, that show was awesome. That show was also with like roses. Um, but then you know uh, even before that show, uh, you know I would just the first day I met Fred, he's like, hey, like let's tour together next year, and I'm like. Of course. And now we're so now uh, they're crazy. on five of our shows uh, in February. They're starting with us in Pensacola. 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 Pen- <laughs> All right. We'll Pensacola. They're starting. They're starting with us in Pensacola, Pensacola <laughs> Florida. Uh, we have a show in Jacksonville at a skate park. Nice. Uh, then we're playing um, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, and then we're doing a matinee pre-Super Bowl party in. Greenville, South Carolina, and then we're ending it in uh, Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Roanoke, yeah. Roanoke. That's Roanoke. sick. Yeah. Uh, those, so those are the five shows that we're doing with Fred uh, encompassed in that 18 uh, show. That's great, tour. man. To me, yeah. a nice little tour for so you Fred, That tour yeah. also involves like this. I don't know if you remember the movie Grind. Of course, band yeah. Blindside played like at a skate park. Oh, yeah. Blindside. We're doing like that maybe. Really? Yeah, it's going to be cool. Playing at a skate park. Yeah, yeah. it sounds very cool. And like the band that's opening for us, I don't even know if I've told you this, um, they're a part of a skate club. So they're they're driving a a diesel like truck full of like 30 skaters with cameras. (laughs) That's amazing. And they're filming a music video on the way. And then they're all going to like come to the show and like be skating and stuff. And like, it's going to be like really cool. That's sick. Actually, by February, I'm So that's a. I don't know if anyone listens to this from Florida, but that's a Friday night. Uh, I think it's Friday the 9th. Why not? In uh, Jacksonville, Florida at the Kona Clubhouse. That's awesome, man. At Kona Skate Park. The local show you guys are going to be playing is uh, January 24th at the Sunset Intimate Show. We're going to end things here with my last question. Um, Pick your favorite or a couple favorite Northwest bands of all time. Mm. Not to put you guys on the you know Northwest spot like or or anything, but I'm gonna totally put you on the spot. Is it okay Fav- if I go totally local? Totally local, man. It could be anything from Nirvana to Gatsby's American Dream. It could be anything. Can I go, you know, can I go so. really like like modern contemporary? Sure, man. Stuff. Anything you, you want, dude. First, because yeah. I want to shout out some of my favorites. So to top that list, right off the bat, we have Wit Tripper, great band, and Death Cave. Yeah, I yeah. really love those guys. Serial Hawk. Um, I really love Beverly Crusher. Shout out Cazelle, yeah. man. You're a killer guitarist. Uh, I think that like other bands like Hiroshi are totally worth like giving them time. Post-hardcore is a thing. It's it's a thing that exists here. Uh, get at it. Um, and uh, Himiko Cloud. Great band. And uh, and uh, of the Heavy Sun. I really love those boys too. Alan and, and Jake and Sam, you know. Um, there's a ton of other bands that I really love that I've, you know, obviously we're connected to through so many shows and so many things. This is, it's our city, but, um, but I want to make sure those boys get, get the recognition that they need, you know? Absolutely. Right on. So first and foremost, I got to mention Alice in Chains. Yeah. I love their music, the rock and Mm -hmm. roll side of it, but I also love the down home kind of country side of it. Totally. Very grungy, and I even love their new era too. Uh, Great. William's done a great job singing. Incredible vocals. Absolutely awesome. That's Lane's uh, kid, right? Well, no, Lane's replacement. Oh, I thought it was yeah. his kid. Okay. So, uh, and then next would be Soundgarden. Love yep. them for a lot of the same reasons. They just did a lot for Seattle rock, and and I just love the uh, spastic nature of their music at times. Um, sure. And 
Yeah, I would say third. I'd have to say Hendrix. Yeah. No reason not to. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, for me, <clears throat> growing up, going to local shows, uh, <clears throat> Botch has to be yes. up there. They came Gatsby's back, American man. American Dream. Yes. Oh, I was at Botch's first show back in Tacoma. Hell yeah. Incredible. That was a great show. Yeah. I was at Gatsby's first show back in L.A. They're nice. playing again. They're doing sporadic shows. Please go listen to them. Do you remember, time to, to, show do you remember yeah. time to Fly? Do you remember uh, that band? Yes. Time to Fly? They were great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a ton of great bands. Kane Hodder. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Minus Shit, the yeah. Bear yeah. Uh, is another great band. Um, yeah, there's been so Don't much great music that's come come through this city. Absolutely. Uh, so no one said Nirvana, and I gotta, we have to say that at least. Yeah. Because I've been listening to them my whole life. Um, but let's bring it back into the emo and shout out Sunny Day. <laughs> Sunny Day Real Estate, man. And got to see them at because uh, I just yeah. saw both of those bands for the first time this That's last awesome. year. Yeah, I and they've been around forever. And I was really at both good. of those shows. So Death Cab and Sunny Day for sure. Pedro right. the Lion. Pedro the Lion. There we go. Killer. Oh, you know, I did the uh, Dave Bazan did the uh, boat shows a couple years ago. Do you remember when that happened, Kev? No. There was it was like uh, in South Lake Union. You know, Pedro the Lion played cool. like Beverly Crusher and stuff. They're on the boats, pirate boats and stuff. And I followed him on a kayak, and it was really great. And then I realized that he was practicing like two doors down from me. That's and, awesome. And I felt really stupid for following on the kayak for You're so like, long because it was like, hey, it's that creepy guy who followed us on a boat. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it was just. It was just just really hard <laughs> but yeah yeah uh you know i'm glad you guys hit on the good ones because yeah. there's so many good bands in the city this is it's it's one of the reasons why it's so and all the bands we've here. played with too, yes because, there we go yeah. uh again sinking season is the name of the band they're gonna go out on quite an adventure congratulations good luck guys uh stay out there you know and just in just wave the flag of northwest music uh you guys are gonna be playing a show january 24th at the sunset uh do you know who else you're gonna be playing with at that one yeah a band called densemore it's awesome. uh, one of my really good friends jake used to be in a local band called uh, from afney which i remember yeah it. i remember yeah. from afney yeah. uh this is kind of like midwest emo Keith stuff, so it's a little from from yeah. afney yeah, yeah he's yeah. playing yeah. drums with densemore oh, so cool. please come out if you guys love like old Seattle music, old Seattle people, this is going to be a great show. Yep. We purposely wanted to do a smaller, more intimate show before we went out on tour. So please come yeah, hang it's just out. Just us two. So. Thomas is going to buy you beers if you come there out. There we go. Hey, I think yep. we're each up, playing forty-five minute sets, so it's going to have two extended set sets. Um, right on. So it's just us two bands. Wait, does that mean we could play lean? We always <laughs> Why not? We could play more. We might have a special song for you guys too, because. Uh, we have we, time. So. We have been writing too. We'll, we'll bring. We might bring something. Something else. Sinking Seasons, the name of the band again. See them the twenty fourth at the sunset. We're going to jump into two final songs here. We got Starlight and Wolves. Final words for KISW and Loud and Local. Keep playing music. Just if you if you feel like that's a part of your life and you've had questions about it or you you suffered through imposter syndrome or anything else, man. Just 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 play. You know, there's there's no rules on being so an much. artist. Just don't think so much. Just do it. Yeah, it's and, not. It's not. It's really not that hard. And, and, it's and, hard, but it's not that hard. It, does, it, it doesn't it matter pays, if it's hard or it not. It pays for what it what you get from. We it, shouldn't be you know? keeping who we are from ourselves. So oh. um, if you're here and you're in a, you know, a, a artist dense community with people that will that will identify with you, align with you. When you have those questions, just do it. There's a lot of resources here. There's a lot of people that are very focused on, on the people that want to be playing music and want to be creating, you know, visual arts and all these other things. Like, join join the community because we see you already. 
Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. So, so you guys actually have a pretty uh, unique experience of, of filming a video in, in Laura Palmer from freaking Twin Peaks' house. Tell me about this. It was scary. There was an axe downstairs. There was a Bob. Bob it was, was in the too closet. Much. Bob was in the closet. Um, uh, yeah, it was, no, it was a really great experience. Um, we're really thankful for Mary for letting us uh, film it over there. Absolutely. Um, I've been a fan of the show forever. Um, really, it's the only and, reason why I'm in the band is because me know, and Thomas and, are Twin Peaks fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, when I when I found out we had the opportunity to film a music video there, you know, I was I called Michael uh, Agano that day, and I'm like. I'm like, hey, I have something I need to ask you. Uh, you want to do a music video at the Palmer House? And yeah, then clearly it, Thomas and likes he, he just me started, cry. He just started screaming and, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and probably and, crying. And, and probably crying, It too. definitely happened. Um, Whatever. But, yeah, it was really cool. Um, you know, we went there. We we the, mu- the music video has a lot of, like, references to Twin Peaks. And uh, we dressed up as Bob. And, uh, nice. You know, I put my drum kit on the stoop. Yep, yep. The stairs yeah, are there. It the was like my brand there. new kit awesome. too. It's so it's great. A, it's on YouTube. It's on Wore Instagram. My Gucci what, shoes. what song is this for? This is for Starlight. David Starlight. Starlight. showed up awesome. to tell me that I was trash. He didn't really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also when we were recording it, like random people just came and like started watching us and asking questions because if you don't know about the Twin Peaks community, but it, they are very we're crazy. Weird. And, uh, and like they will come and like anything that they see, they're going to post on Reddit and be like, Yo, I think Twin Peaks season four is happening. <laughs> why, why, why does someone have a, one camera there? My favorite you part know? of the day was Mel checking Google Maps as we're coming up to Mary's house. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look, there's Donna's house down the street. And I was like, yep. that's Donna. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, Anyways, yeah. yeah it, you know, if you haven't seen the video or you already have, go check it out again. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, just type in Starlight Sinking Season. You'll see it. What a cool experience. Yep. Very- yes. All right, man. Well said, dude. We're going to go into it. It's sinking season here on Loud and Local. Thanks, guys.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.